It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. We at Fat and Eyes pay our respects to the traditional custodians of this land we record on today. This land is and always will be Aboriginal land. Hello everyone and welcome to a brand spanking new episode of the Fatinized Podcast. I'm your host Demi Lynch and we are here today to talk about more issues, more topics, more to do, more taboos that have to do with being a plus size bitch. And I am very excited for today's episode. She is causing a stir on social media right now, on the internet because apparently she's being demanding. We'll get into that in a second. That, oh, that word demanding that news outlets are using. We are speaking to Jaylene Cheney. She is, she has created a petition calling for airlines to finally cater to plus size people. And I'm so happy to have her on the show to talk about this petition and why we need to make traveling more accessible for the plus size community. Jaylene, my dear, thank you so much for coming onto the show. Thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited to talk to you today. I firstly want to say before we get into the petition, before we get into the reception of it, the positive and negatives, everything, I just want to say as a plus size person, as someone that loves to travel, as someone that has had to experience discrimination on airlines because of my size, I just want to say thank you for what you are doing. You are doing such an incredible thing for the plus size community and people in marginalized bodies. Just want to say huge, huge thank you. Wow. Thank you so much. That means a lot to me. It's been a whirlwind, like I've said earlier, but I'm really excited to talk more about it. And I'm really happy that this is finally being talked about. So, Mm -hmm. so for people that haven't seen the petition, how did this come about because obviously there's been some conversations and anyone in the plus size community knows we've had the conversation of oh when we sit down in the seats is it going to fit or is it are we actually going to be comfortable throughout the flight without having bruising over our entire legs what made you go I'm sick of talking about this I want to create action here how did the petition come about Yeah. So last year, my fiance and I were traveling. We went to Hawaii. We had a very different experience on the plane. Now that I am a size 6X, um, it's very different. You know, when you're on the larger end of the fat spectrum, flying can be a challenge, right? Um, I documented our experience and shared different things like that. The videos went viral. And I was calling out the fact that like bathrooms are not meant for plus size people. The plane seats aren't meant for plus size people. Nothing on a plane currently is designed for, you know, honestly, even the average body, I would say it's, you know, designed for people much smaller. Um, There's a statistic out there that only 20% of people who fly are actually comfortable in the seats. And, you know, after doing all the research I do, having so many people ask me questions um, and ask for advice, you know, when they're upcoming flights or different things like that. 
I decided that there needed to be something done about this topic. Rather than just shedding light on it, we needed to try and fight for some change because so many people come to me and are so scared to fly. They haven't flown in 10 years. They're terrified of the experience they're going to have. They want to know if they're going to fit. They're just, you know, scared. They're just looking for resources and confirmation that they can fly and that they deserve to fly. And as much as talking about it is great, actually doing something to make a change is what really, you know, came to my mind. Mm. It is incredible with the petition that it's not like, you know how you see some petitions, it's a bit vague. It's a bit like, oh, we just want this. You made sure you included all the important points on what can make traveling accessible, which I really, really appreciate it because then because who you're calling it for, all the airlines, you're, make, you're making it easier for them and you're making it, there's no excuse of why they can't do this. You're, you've pinpointed, this is how you can be more accessible. So what are some of those pinpoints on what airlines can do to be more accessible to people in marginalized bodies? Yeah, so the first thing is just coming up with an official customer size policy for every airline, right? Mm -hmm. There are several airlines out there that have customer size policies in place, but even those airlines that do have those policies in place sometimes don't actually follow the protocol or the guidelines they've outlined. Some airlines I'm finding out are actually providing refunds for people who purchase an additional seat, yet it's not specified in their, you know, in their airline policies anywhere. So not the people who need to benefit from these policies can't even find the information, right? So the overall goal is not about getting free seats for larger people. It's really truly about making sure there's a customer size policy on every airline. This would help people of size navigate air travel and actually know what to expect for each airline. And that is the most important part. And then if you really break it down, I'm, I am asking for accessible additional seating because it is something that many people need. Mm -hmm. And airlines like Southwest have already set a precedent for policies like this. So those are some of the main topics. Then we go into employee training, right? Employees don't really know how to accommodate people in larger bodies. There's so much discrimination. There's dirty looks, there's stares, there's little comments, all of these types of things. And it really needs to be addressed. Mm -hmm, absolutely. I do have to ask the reception of this petition. Now, obviously, obviously the people that are going to be negative, that are going to be fat phobic, they're going to be the loudest. They're going to be the ones that we are sadly mostly going to hear and see on social media and news outlets. But still, I am in shock and disgusted on how not only the people in the comment section, because obviously comment sections on, you know, Twitter, Daily Mail, The Sun, stuff like that, it can get nasty. Like we, we know this, but even just the news yes. outlet, the news outlets themselves, the way that they have all, all of them just seem to like 90% of them haven't described this as you being demanding and entitled. How, how are you coping through this? Like, how, how have you been, because you're doing such an incredible thing? How has it been having outlets and these strangers online saying that you're demanding free seats, which is not what you're doing at all. That's just blatant lying. And then it's calling you entitled. How I haven't, yeah, I got no words for that. Yeah. So the entitled piece, it definitely like, it can be very upsetting, right? Because it's like, wow, asking for the basic accommodations to fit my body is entitlement. 
Um, you wouldn't say that to someone who's not of size. You would not ever say that to them. They're not asking for, they're not being entitled by requesting the things they need, right? Mm-hmm. And I think honestly, it, the hate really started because of the first media publication that picked up the story. Um, I woke up shortly after the you know petition was really being talked about and I had a message from Fox News. They basically told me they were running a story or with or without my comment. Um, and if you know anything about their audience, it can be, you know, pretty crazy. So as soon yeah. as I saw the message, <laughs> I, right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I knew, wow, this is gonna, this is gonna be something. And so I figured that if they were going to run a story, they needed to have my own words. So they couldn't twist and turn things. And even with my own comment, they still really focus on a couple key parts and the title itself was very biased, right? That really started this huge wave of hate. And I've received hate online ever since I was a teenager, right? Being in a fat body, you're going to receive hate if you're online in any capacity. And so I've been used to that, but this amount was insane. I got on my Instagram a couple hours after the story had gone live, not thinking anything. And all of a sudden I was flooded with thousands of really nasty comments, not even like, you know, critic criticism, like, you know, constructive feedback. It was simply hate. Um, you know, just really nasty messages. For the first time ever, I had to limit my comments on Instagram. Usually Instagram comments aren't the worst, right? Mm -hmm. TikTok, I expect it. YouTube, I expect it. Instagram usually is pretty chill. And not after that story. After that story went out, it was insane. And, you know, dealing with that hate, I had to lock everything down. And not only for my mental health, but also for the safety of my community. They were attacking people in the comments who were supporting the petition, They were just attacking anybody and everybody who supports me. And that is what I won't stand for. It's one thing to attack me. It's another thing to go after the people in this community that are simply trying to share their stories and support. Um, So coping with it, my partner helps a lot, right? We locked things down. We set a really long list of keywords that are not to be used on my page um, so that the system automatically flags those comments. And we just started sifting through comments and getting rid of them. Blocking and deleting is something I highly recommend. If you need to for your mental health, please feel free to do that anytime you're in a situation like this. Um, Those things really helped me. Yeah. Was there ever a smidge or a moment of doubt that you had because you have, because you've just been bombarded with all this negativity? And again, like I said earlier, there's obviously people that have positively reacted to this petition because it's incredible and it's going to do so much good for the world. But obviously the people that are negative are going to be louder and going to come in, in with crowds of it. Ha, has there ever been a moment of doubt where you think, are they right? Am, am, I, am I doing this the wrong way? Am I being demanding or entitled? Was there ever a moment of doubt? Yeah, I'll keep it real with you, 100%. Mm-hmm. There was definitely moments of doubt in those first days. The amount of comments that were coming in, people getting my personal email and emailing me, people, um, you know, leaking my information, like personal information out there um, and death threats. For the first time, I received a lot of really cruel death threats. Um, and those were a little bit, uh, you know, terrifying. Mm-hmm. Um, I live with PTSD and I'm a survivor of SA. So getting any kind of comment where I'm, I feel my safety is being questioned or my safety is at risk it can be really triggering for me. So I really started thinking, wow, is this, am I wanting to really stay and fight for this? And, you know, it took a minute and I had to really assess everything that was going on. But, you know, I thought about all those people that have asked me for advice or have told me that 
seeing one of my videos made them get on a plane for the first time in 10 years, or hearing those stories where people have been discriminated against or uncomfortable in their flights. And that reminded me why I'm doing this, the bigger picture, those people that are supporting, those are the people I really focused in on. And I thought about what can we do? And this isn't just for me. This isn't just for us. This is for future generations. Mm -hmm. We need to make a change. And so I really remembered that. And I thought about some activists that I've looked up to in my life and would they quit and would they, you know, bow out and they wouldn't. And so that really kept me going. That's so incredible of you. It really, really is like, I, I myself have experienced some trolling and there are definitely days I'm just like, oh, let's just shut down all my socials. I can't do it anymore. But for you to receive that much trolling on such a grander scale and to keep on going and keep fighting for what you believe in and what is just for people in marginalized bodies, like I really commend you for that. It's just incredible of you to do so. Really, really do. Thank you so much. I think that the hate that I've gotten over the past years really helped me. Mm. You know, it kind of was like preparing me for what was to come. <laughs> um, <laughs> just mm. to be honest, you know, dealing with the things I've dealt with in life. I think also I just thought about my strength um, and my partner pointed something out and they said, you know, think about those times where you like wanted to give up in life, right? Like you just thought this, you couldn't face this anymore. Like um, for instance, I was homeless as a child. So I thought back to that and how much I wanted to just give up on life. Um, and they reminded me like that, that tough time didn't last forever, you know, but getting through it was hard. Um, and I'm still, there are days where I get a crazy article that's emailed to me or something like that. And I still have moments of like, Oh, am I really doing the right thing? But when I think about all those people who believe in it and who need it, that's really what helps me keep going. Yeah. Cause there's definitely people that need these changes done in order if they want to, because I just don't think people realize that not being able to fly is just affects so much, not only like, you know, to travel and go on holidays, which everyone has the right to do. Everyone should be able to do to work, to see family. Like there's so yeah. many jobs right now that require so much travel that then limits what work people can do. That limits what family pe people can see and what type of just holidays and just time to actually just, it's just, it's, I do not see why people are angry. What is so wrong with having bigger seats? That means everyone's going to be comfortable. Don't these people want to be more comfortable as well? And it's also amazing for people that are tall because, oh my yes. God, as a tall person as well, there is not enough leg room. There is not enough. Your knees end up being sore and that's people of all sizes. And plus yeah. as well. And plus as well, I have to say, I really, really appreciate that you added in your petition to have toilets that are not only accessible for plus size people, but also wheelchair users, because I have a friend that is in a wheelchair and she can't drink water or have any types of liquid on a plane because she physically can't go to the bathroom on a plane on any type of flight. So I think people need to realize that this isn't just about, oh, getting free seats or anything like that. It's about so all bodies can do the basic thing of flying on a plane. Yes, exactly. Like people really like to focus on um, air travel being a luxury, but sometimes it's not. I've had to move, you know, states on a plane. I've had to go places for family emergencies. I've had to do all these different things. It's not just simply, I want to travel and see the world and I deserve to. I mean, yes, we all deserve that. 
but sometimes flying is absolutely necessary. Mm-hmm. There are locations you cannot access, you cannot get to without air travel. And that's where I feel like it is a human right, you know, and it's, it's, you know, we deserve to have the space we need and we deserve to be comfortable. And like you said, the bathrooms is such a huge issue for so many people. Um, and I've revised the petition because people were really focusing on it for plus size people, but this would benefit so many different groups of people, tall people, people with disabilities, people who just physically need more space, families, anything like that. This could benefit so many people. And there's studies shown that the smaller seats actually really impact us from a safety standpoint too, because if you're struggling to get out of the seat in an evacuation event, you're going to be less safe than if the seats were a little bit bigger and you had more room to navigate through. And, you know, the FAA has been called out for not releasing their evacuation test information simply because, um, you know, a congressman literally said because they're embarrassed of the results because they the law is 90 seconds or less. You need to be able to evacuate in 90 seconds or less. And right now that's not really possible. Not to mention they don't they don't bring people when they're doing these test evacuations They exclude people over the age of 60. They exclude people with disabilities. They exclude people who are 18 or under. They exclude people with service animals. They exclude so many groups that it's not realistic. Mm -hmm. I, wow, I'm just in shock of that. Like, surely we know, like, it's 2023. Surely we know that in general, as a society, there are people of all shapes, sizes, abilities, needs, ages, like, that is that is disgusting that they it's it's kind of like oh this is a whole other tangent but it's kind of like when people do um airbag testing in cars they only test i think it's like they only test men and they only test people of a certain weight and it's like you do realize there's people of all different types of body shapes and sizes like how is this actually going to be safe and helpful for people of all body shapes and abilities and ages like it just doesn't make sense i just So I'm very, very glad you're doing this, not only to create change for people in marginalized bodies, but also to call out these corporations that what they're doing is incredibly unsafe. Yeah. And, you know, through this and through looking at the, you know, criticism or the hate, whatever you would like to call it, so many people I'm realizing are much more likely to prioritize the profits over people. They are so Mm -hmm. concerned about these airlines that make billions of dollars losing money rather than human beings being comfortable and safe. And that to me is what's blown my mind the most is like they are much more worried about lining the pockets of CEOs and corporations than a human being having access to a bathroom, which is a basic right. Mm -hmm. And so many people who have disabilities aren't even able to use the restrooms because not every plane has an accessible bathroom. And that's the point that I wanted to make. There's so many different things we need to address that we need to get a conversation going at the minimum. Um, I never thought this would blow up the way it did. I never thought we'd get to 8,000 signatures, but I wanted to start a conversation that desperately needed to happen. It's incredible that you got 8,000 signatures, really, really is, because you only started like a week or two ago. And I first saw your petition when it was at a couple of hundred, and now it's already skyrocketed at 8,000. It's just incredible. What has been some of the messages you've received or comments you've gotten from people that have seen your petition, have signed it, and are just like, yes, this is going to help me so much? 
I've had so many people share their stories about how they've been on a plane and they left in tears because they were bruised and sore or how they finally get there to their destination after flying and they can't even enjoy it because they're in so much pain from this, you know, the simple getting there in, in the flight. Um, I've had people say, please, thank you so much. Like, please make sure something happens because this has been affecting me or my son or people with disabilities saying, thank you so much. Like we need this. And it was desperately needing to happen. And it should have happened so long ago. I've had reporters, you know, report that these changes needed to be made so, so much sooner. And the fact that we're barely now having a conversation that really is getting picked up is really hard, you know, and it's just, it's incredible the messages of positivity I have gotten. I know the hate can be really loud, but hearing those stories of people who are like, this is going to change my life if something like this can be implemented and getting like them getting excited for the thought of travel again or getting to see their family members again or just not having to be so stressed and anxious. Um, it's just, it's been incredible. Mm. That is something I feel like a lot of these people in the comments and the DMs that are saying, horrible things to you and that is just reeking of fat phobia they don't realize that there's so much stress with travel for people in marginalized bodies for example for you what's been other than the seating what is another stress that is like an extra thing you have to deal with that many people may not realize yeah so for me i don't fit in the bathrooms at all right so my last flight that i took was about seven hours and days before, days leading up to it, I'm sitting there trying to do like a guessing game of how can I make sure I won't have to use the restroom on the flight? How do I make sure that I'm going to make it from point A to point B and I'm going to be okay? Um, also, now being someone who wears a size 6X, I have to have two seats to be comfortable, right? And so the additional cost and wondering if there's going to be a seat available on there for me so that I have the extra room that I need. And wondering if I'm going to get rude comments or stares or people asking me why they can't sit there, um, different things like that. And then also, even with two seats, I'm still, you know, squished, like I'm still not super comfortable. It's still not enough room. And, you know, then the tray table, like I knowing I can't use the tray table, right? It's not going to come down um, for me. And so what do I do to navigate that situation? Um, and a huge thing that I've noticed is that a lot of plus size people have openly stated they won't even travel solo anymore they always travel with someone if they can because it's such a terrifying experience the anxiety of getting you know through security and onto the plane all of it is just so so stressful and that's another thing I'm calling for is TSA to improve their you know standards because I don't know about you but for me every time I go through the security detector I'm getting a pat down and being someone who's a survivor of SA, it can be so invasive. It can be so like disheartening. It can be uncomfortable. And it's almost something I have to like recover from right after. So between getting through security to the gate, I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm thinking, oh, I'm overthinking it. I'm feeling uncomfortable. I'm questioning if this is even the right thing. Should I just go home? You know, like screw this. I'm not getting on the flight. Like all of these things are going through my head, right? And I know I'm not alone. Mm. And that's what breaks my heart is so many people feel this way. And so many people feel like they don't have a voice to, you know, speak their concerns or that no one will listen. And I want to be that voice for the people who have felt voiceless for way too long. Yeah, I, yeah. It's just, oh, it's just so devastating that so many plus size people and people in marginalized bodies have to go through this and, people just don't know about it or just refuse to listen. 
why do you think this is something I will always question to like the day I die? Why do you think people have such, and people are going to say I'm exaggerating, but I'm not. Why do you think people have such a hatred for plus size fat people? Yeah, I agree. And it's something I think about all the time, especially with the amount of hate that I've gotten is why are people so concerned with someone else's body? Why do, why do they think it affects them? Right. Um, and honestly, I think it comes down to everything that's been ingrained in us in society. Honestly, I'm, you know, I've been in a marginalized body. I am of mixed race. So I'm African-American, I'm indigenous and being in all of these different categories, you know, of marginalized people, it's almost like fat people are the last group to really be, people will publicly, uh, you know, berate us and we're still oppressed. And it's like, it's society still think that's okay. Like, we're like one of the last groups that people think that they can treat this way openly and publicly, and no one does anything about it. And it's so disheartening. And it's so sad. And I have no idea why people feel this way other than thinking about everything society has told us or the way we're portrayed in the media, right? Mm. In media, we're always, you know, fat people are always portrayed as like the fat funny friend or the fat, you know, like, I don't even want to use some of the words that we we're portrayed horribly sometimes. And I think people seeing that makes it makes them feel like it's okay, right? Like that's, it's almost like that's the expectation that they have for people of size. And it's absolutely horrible. And I think, honestly, we've talked about the negative comments, right? And I think that all the negative comments you know, it drives me to keep doing what I do because it, it to me is just reiterating the exact point I'm saying is that we need someone fighting for us because look at all the, look at all the hate comments, look at how we're perceived, look at how we're treated. It's the exact reason why we're doing something like this, right? Is because people act this way. Um, and as much as I think they, they think, you know, the haters think that it'll drive me to quit. It drives me to keep going because I'm like, see, until this is fixed, I will not stop. I really, really appreciate that. Like, oh, I'm just, as a fat person, I just feel so lucky that we have someone like you that's at the forefront doing this, that is really fighting for this. Because as you say, travel is a right. Air travel is a right. We should all be able to travel by plane. Like it shouldn't be such, it's not a demand. It's not entitled to ask for it. We just want to be able to travel on a plane. Like, that's what they're there for, for us to use. <laughs> like, uh, yeah. so what's the next steps then with this petition? Is there a certain number we need to reach to before it gets to a certain stage? Like what's the next steps? Yeah, the next steps is really getting the FAA to pay attention and they've made comment. Um, I'm not sure if you've read some of the articles that have come out that are positive, um, but in travel and leisure, they reached out to the FAA for comment and basically all the FAA said is, look, we had an open comments period last year and we're still reviewing those. So the FAA is known for not really taking action. Um, so my goal now is to get a meeting with them, to get a meeting with the people who are making decisions for diversity and inclusion and really speak to them just so that they can hear my voice and the stories of all the people that have shared their stories and hear our voices and realize that we need to start meeting about this. We need to start speaking about this and making some sort of change. Um, my next goal is also to sit down with airlines and start to see if we can get this implemented on a smaller scale that'll make a bigger difference in the long run, right? So it, my intention is to meet with every single airline that will listen to my voice and bring the stories of everyone that has shared with me 
what they've gone through. And so that's a huge thing I'm trying to do is get people that I can interview to hear their stories. They can remain anonymous, but I want to have a huge collection of stories to bring to these airlines to really show that this is a problem that needs to be addressed. Oh, I love that. That's, oh, that's incredible. And Yes. That, okay. Yeah. That's what we need to do. We need to get you to sit down with the FA and get you to sit down with some airlines. That would be amazing. And, oh, uh, I just, yeah, I'm just in awe of what you're doing. Honestly, I'm just in awe of what you're doing because yeah, for so long I felt voiceless. I felt like what my issues were, were just like, oh, they're just fat issues. Who cares? So it's just so good to just see them be elevated and something being done about it. It just, brings me so much joy. Thank you so much. That means so much to me. You know, having the support of our our community has changed things like drastically for me. I've had people that I've admired for so long, like you and so many others reach out. And that in and of itself has been so rewarding just to have that community and see that we really stand together and that so many people agree that this needs to be talked about. Right. And we have to let that positivity reign over the hatred and the negativity that's trying to be louder than us um but I honestly just like I said I think it's a great example of why we need something like this you know Mm -hmm. so many of us have been subjected to horrible treatment discrimination different things like that and it's just time for that to come to an end Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile with the price of just about everything going up during inflation we thought we'd bring our prices down so to help us we brought in a reverse auctioneer which is apparently a thing Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. So on a more lighter note, for every single guest on this show, we talk about our fave fat-friendly finds of the week at the end of every episode. And pretty much it is every brand, uh, person, content creator that we're loving at the moment that actually caters to plus-size people, unlike many airlines at the moment. <laughs> so, <laughs> my dear, what are your fave fat-friendly finds of the week? Yes. So I just found Lumi deodorant. I don't know if you've heard of it, but it's like an all body deodorant and it can help with chafing, things like that. And it's something that a lot of plus size people rave about. So I'm really super excited to try that out. Um, I think it's going to be great for summer, spring and travel in general. So that way there's like chafing or you just feel like you need extra protection from like body odor or sweat. It helps prevent BO before it even happens. And so I'm like super excited to try it out. Ah, yes. I'm definitely someone that has to use cream or like, yeah, deodorant or roll on to stop chafing. I cannot wear chafing shorts. I just get too sweaty and then they sometimes roll up like, and that's, and that, and that is an extra, like pretty much an extra tax that people, that fat people have to endure. We have to wear an extra layer underneath so we don't have chafing, but then we end up being sweating and any fat person will know we always get very self-conscious when we're sweating because people will judge us and be like, oh, they're, they're sweating because they're unhealthy and unfit. Yeah. Yes, right. And same here. Bike shorts always roll down for me. So I'll be wearing a dress mm-hmm. and I'm having to like adjust it constantly. And that is a struggle. Oh, um, yeah. And then 
Yeah. So I'm like, anytime I can find a product like that, and I'm just going to be real, I sweat a lot more than the average person. So I need all of those products. (laughs) Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, well I live in Australia, so it is just like sweat capital. (laughs) It is so hot here. (laughs) Not the best place to live when you're already someone that sweats so much. Yeah. So yeah. Bike shorts underneath was never an option for me. Cause yeah, I was just like another layer of clothing. No. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So that's one of the ones that I'm super excited. I found this week. Um, and another one that I'm really excited to share is, I don't know if you've heard of cushion labs, no. Um, they make these ergonomic yeah they make these ergonomic cushions for like office chairs things like that but I've actually started to recommend them for people who are traveling that are plus size who may need additional support or if you're sitting in between two seats it can really help to have a cushion so you're not sitting on metal um, and being super uncomfortable so yeah it's called cushion labs um, and I'm super excited I really want people to know more about them so that people can be comfortable when they're flying no matter what size they are I love that. Yeah. Yeah. I always got to bring a cushion while traveling because, oh, and also the seats are so hard as well. And just, oh, and that, and that's just the worst pain when you're already so squished up against the seats and the side of the rails. It's just, yeah, that's a good idea. Like having push cushions there. So you're not just having metal poke through your skin for eight hours for eight hour trip. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I think for me, my Faye Fat Friendly find of the week, I had it on my phone before, but I lost it. Give me a second. Oh, what was it? Oh, yes. Okay. So it's a brand new, brand new brand. (laughs) Okay. It is a new label called Ecclestone. The label, they cater from size 14 to 30. And I just want to, I just want to commend businesses that are small startups that actually cater to plus size because it just shows to those big juggernaut businesses that create all these clothes you can go plus size if a small business like a small business starting up that you know obviously doesn't have a lot of funding compared to the gigantic clothing corporations there's literally no excuse for them not to go plus size Yes, exactly. We love an inclusive brand that actually carries extended sizes from the get. I love that. Mm-hmm. I love that instead of having to like wait for a year before they can expand. That is so cool. Mm-hmm. And wait until they expand, but then only have it online only. Gotta love that. Oh, just for this little collection, we'll do a plus size, but just for like three designs, that's it. You guys get a special outfit for plus size. Oh. I hate that. right <laughs> yeah it's so frustrating it's like fat people have money we have money we want to spend yes. oh yes yeah. exactly yeah that's another thing that people aren't realizing with this airline you know issue is, is that plus size people make up such a huge market like we have so much money we're spending that if we see an airline trying to be inclusive we're going to want to fly with them and we're going to want to support them And that can make them more profitable. So this idea that it's going to just drain them and they're not going to have any funds is like insane to me. Yes. I think people have this perception idea that if you're fat, you must stay inside all the time. You wouldn't dare want to go outside. Like, oh, who would want to see you? Oh, disgusting. Like they just have this idea that all fat people hate themselves and don't want to do anything in the world or do anything with society it's like, no, we're just human like you. We're not this another species yeah. or something. 
right? It's like, it's the exact opposite of what they think. You know, we love life. We want to live our best life too. And we deserve to, no matter what, what size or ability, you know? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. So my dear, if people want to sign this petition, if people want to help spread the word, what can they do? Yes. Yeah, so if you want to sign the petition, you can go to change.org slash plus size travel. I would appreciate any signatures that we can get on that petition. Um, sharing on social media. Amazing. That really helps us so much. Um, tagging me so that I can reach out to you and thank you and share it on my platform as well. Um, you know, sharing it with your friends, sending it to anybody who you think that would benefit or who would find it interesting and want to support. That helps us so much. Um, if you want, you can even try and send it to a local, you know, news station or something like that. Just send them the link and let them know what we're doing so that we can get even more coverage and make a difference and make an impact. So anything like that. So we are so appreciative of anyone who wants to sign and contribute. You know what I want? I want like some of the famous fat women of the world to sign this petition and call for people to sign it. Like I want, like, I want like Lizzo, Tess Holiday, Ashley Graham. Like I think they need to get on board because imagine having their names behind it and spreading the word. Wouldn't that just be amazing? That would be incredible. Like Tess Holiday. Yeah, I would love mm -hmm. that. Lizzo. Oh my gosh. That yeah. would be so cool. Like, and another thing I want to mention too, is if you have any experiences with plus size travel, good or bad, I would love to hear about them. So if you can reach out to me at JBay Productions on Instagram and I can interview you or just hear your opinion or your story, that would be great as well. Amazing. Yes. Well, all the information, all the links for this petition and everything that you just mentioned will be in today's show notes. And I highly recommend everyone sign this petition, share it. And also as well, you don't have to be plus size to care about this issue be an ally. Like we talk so much about, you know, being a good ally. How do you do this? This is how you do this. It's consistent supporting other communities, supporting marginalized bodies. So just because you're someone that doesn't live in a marginalized body doesn't mean you can't care about this. Doesn't mean this isn't important to you. Like do this, be a good ally, be a good ally to the plus size community, to people with all disabilities and abilities. Yeah. We need all the support right now. People of all genders sizes colors everything we need all the support from everybody yes exactly like such a good note being an ally you know this can benefit so many different people so if you've ever had someone you care about in your life that's had a bad experience or could be more comfortable think about them and sign the petition today mm -hmm. well thank you so so much for coming onto the podcast today i understand talking to the media is a lot right now because majority of the media seems to contort the story into something that it's not. So I greatly appreciate you saying yes to me, interviewing you and just again, big, big thank you. I'm getting teary. Big thank you for what you're doing right now as someone that's plus size, as someone that loves to travel, but just can't like, this is just, this, it just means everything to me. Thank you. Wow. Thank you so much for having me on and for amplifying my voice and the voice of all us plus size travelers. It means the world to me that you've used your platform to help. Thank you. And thank you so much listeners for tuning into today's episode. I know normally at the end of the episodes, I say, give us a rating, follow us, all this kind of stuff, blah, blah, blah. 
No, the mission today is just sign the petition. Sign the petition, head to the link in today's show notes, share it with your friends, share it with your family. Like, we need to get this out there. There, there is just no excuse. There's no excuse why you wouldn't sign this, okay? Be a good ally, show your support for people in marginalized bodies. Just sign this petition. That's all I have to say for that. Sign it. But... Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. I'll be back in your ears next week with more conversations about the taboos, topics, and conversations to do with the plus size community. Bye. We at Fat and I's pay our respects to the traditional custodians of this land we record on today. This land is and always will be Aboriginal land.